0: To Friendship Rose, where every week you get a friendship rose with Rose Callahan and friends. Recapping The Bachelor every single episode. Stay tuned. Hello and welcome to Friendship Rose the Podcast, Bachelorette Edition. I am your host Rose Callahan and I am welcome I'm welcoming I'm wel- I'm welcoming today uh, <laughs> a new guest on the podcast, uh, the fantastic Beth McMullen. You're welcome. Hello. Um, hello. And so you are my um, well, it's gone off the rails already, but you <laughs> I've gotten you on here. You're a comedian, you're an improviser. you're obsessed with this franchise, but also you're my Newcastle correspondent. Uh, yeah, show. Newcastle
1: correspondent because, uh, yeah, the both girls – well, one of them lives there. The other one studied there. I'm not sure. Either way, they're it fantastic seems- poster girls for Newcastle and I'm really
0: proud of um, it- what they're doing for the town. <laughs> they're really putting it on the map. Um, it's like – it's funny when people – well, it's funny to me. This is – I'm going to sound like a snob, whatever. You know when people – because I'm from the city. I grew up in the inner city, so I'm, like, so scared of the country. It's, like, a big, wide world out there. So they moved – They, you know, like, people move gradually? Yeah. Like, maybe somebody from a big city, if they were going to move somewhere, they moved to, like, London. But, like, they lived in parks, which is in the middle of fucking nowhere in New South Wales, <laughs> and they both ended up moving to Newcastle, which is, like – I mean, Newcastle is, like, one of those – big country towns, it's basically a city.
1: Yeah, it's but, creepy. Um, you can almost always walk around and run into someone that you know, even after having yeah. left. Uh, you'll always see someone you know. Yeah, and it is. It's just like a big small town with a lot of disposable income, no diversity. Oh, really? oh yeah. It's like middle-class white person paradise here. Okay. Yeah. Why?
0: Is because of the
1: port or something? Well, it's like former um industry like steelworks like super working class mm. everybody here you go, Newcastle history 101 um but okay. then like there's a lot of mining money here, right But then mm. also there's a lot of sort of like main industries like the headquarters for NIB is here, the universities here um they have a thriving um, bunch of local councils uh, and there's like a really weird developing like tech scene, Yeah, Um, I've
0: noticed that. That's weird.
1: Yeah. I was going to
0: say, oh, like it's sort of like a Geelong or something of New South Wales, but like I don't know if Geelong's got that much – well, Geelong has um, the cotton on head office – So that's something, Um, but yeah, Newcastle, I I went, I visited Newcastle a few weeks ago, stayed with you at your (laughs) mum's house. We're both staying at our mum's houses at the moment, absolutely (laughs) living the dream. At least you're not in lockdown. We are winning. Um, So yeah, I came to visit Newcastle, love Newcastle. It's great. You can get there on the train from Sydney and it costs like like a suburban ticket price which is weird. It's like however, $5 or something. And you have
1: to make sure that you get a window seat so you can enjoy the Hawkesbury view.
0: The view is just absolutely to die for. So this is um, brought to you by (laughs) Tourism New South Wales. Just get down to Newcastle. You've (laughs) got to love it. The beaches are great, uh, but no no diversity. If you're white, you'll love it. And I think, um, do you think, like, not that they're from Newcastle, but I guess they're like. You know, when people do it's like a demographic thing of like what the most average person in that place is like. Would it be Oh mate? I literally wrote
1: like in my notes last night at some point. I was just like, I love Becky. She's a great poster girl for Newcastle. She's everything that you would expect to find here. Just like lovely, smiley, a little bit dead behind the eyes, pretty. (laughs) And like perfectly, um, like yeah, falls in line with that
0: middle class life. Looks good in those um bikinis that young girls love these days that go up your bum. Yeah, you know oh, Wait, have G3 we seen bikinis. her in a
1: bum bikini yet? No.
0: Oh oh oh! Someone hasn't looked at her Instagram. That's like oh. her Instagram. That's what all of every girl. You know, that's on like the Bachelor or the Bachelorette. They all have those, um, they'll, yeah, they all have those bikinis that the bum, the bum cheek ones. Yeah. And I'm so old. I <laughs> love the bum <laughs> cheek bikinis. <laughs> the and they're all really tanned and like oiled up in their Instagram photos. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would do it if I could. Just um, do it anyway. But yeah. So, Newcastle, do you. Have any um, inside intel on what they did in Newcastle? No, none at all. Okay, this has been a total failure so (laughs) far. Um, I it occurred to me last night that I had I was like, what the fuck does Ellie do for a living? I mean, not Ellie, Becky. I I just was like, I don't. uh, And then I looked it up. Apparently, she's a because otherwise they would make a big thing. out about it. Like she's a teacher. Whatever. Like Ellie's a nurse. And mm-hmm. um but Becky is a defense contracting specialist. Yeah, right. So, so that sounds
1: like she works in recruitment for a company that hires for the defense force. Yeah, there's like a RAF based for the
0: government. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Doesn't sound like a ethical job. Um I mean maybe it is. I guess I don't know enough about um, the army or the defense force but it's not something it's not really a job that <laughs> you can sort of stereotype for this show you know mm. like you know Lockie it's like he loves the adventure and but it'd be funny if they're like oh Becky she's a defense contracting specialist and every challenge was her like um, they're making <laughs> it's like we're gonna do rifle practice or we're all gonna we're, like, wear commando gear and roll down a hill or something.
1: Maybe this really is what the bachelor is. It's just a one big recruitment exercise oh, for yeah. ASIO.
0: Yeah. And when they get kicked off, they actually get in a limo and they just take them to like a yeah what army. A yeah. Do you, they couldn't work. These guys couldn't work for ASIO. I mean, come on.
1: Hey, you don't know, man. Have you have- intelligence? I mean. Oh, well, true. But it could all be an act. I yeah. I still sometimes watch this show and I wonder, like, it's do these act people for some actually of them, sure. live in real life?
0: But, like, there's no way these people are all geniuses, you know? Yeah. They too- Yeah. So, okay, so we're. You know, um, as I'm doing two episodes of podcast these days because I value my mental health. Um, the start of episode five, we've um, it's Halloween, which is funny in itself because they recorded this a long time ago, obviously. Um, but I like that they also like some producers, like okay, October, okay, it's going to be Halloween, okay, so then. On this date, we'll do the Halloween episode, but it's still actually like a week, a week off and a half away. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a week and a half. Fucked yeah, it. yeah. I mean, but I give him points for trying. It, you know, schedules change, <laughs> um, and I also just, you know, think good on you for finding another excuse in this show to get people to dress up in silly outfits.
1: Yeah. And also, good on you for finding a lovely vessel for like a big moral
0: superiority chat about- Absolutely. Cheating. Absolutely. So, yeah, because they're like, oh, we're doing a Halloween, a spooky Halloween party. Naturally, what's <laughs> the spookiest thing of all is um getting people to tell their personal secrets. Um, they said that there was going to be a truth, dare, or never have I ever- um, Section <laughs> that classic thing that happens at a Halloween party. Oh my god! Um, and I was like, "Oh,
1: just sorry, just yeah. quickly." Never have I ever. I I do not understand the grammar of that game. Like it fucks with yeah. me every time.
0: Is never that just me? Mm, isn't it just? I never. But, but then I was like, "Wait, do I put my hand up?" I know that's what I'm not saying. Up. It's I just, did get confused.
1: It's, yeah, anyway, sorry D- I interrupted you. Did they do it a
0: different, no, 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 no. no go for They're it.
1: like never have I ever because it's kind of like never have I ever <laughs> gone to Antarctica. To me, I would put my hand up if I've never gone to Antarctica because it's never yeah. have I ever, but it's not. You put your hand up if you haven't gone yeah. to Antarctica.
0: I wasn't sure if I was being dumb there, <laughs> but I was like, okay, oh, they put their hand up. Yeah, I was confused about that also maybe it was a huge mistake that that we've just spotted on the show or maybe we don't un- we haven't been invited to enough sexy parties sexy um, halloween
1: parties I'd say that might be it
0: to be honest I really liked I liked how um I mean this is the mathsification of the bachelor franchise like cuz in maths they have the dinner party where like they bring up questions, they ask questions and shit and everyone fights. And then in Bachelor in Paradise, they invented the oh, buller yes. banquet, which is the same thing. They have a dinner party and someone's like, "Um, my question is like, did you really fuck that other person or whatever? And they all fight. And then they did the similar thing in The Bachelor when they were in lockdown. And that's when um, someone asked Roxy about her secret boyfriend.
1: That's she right. She
0: the shit. She never did. She really answer the question though. I don't know if she did.
1: No, she just got shitty about how much of a stitch up it was, and just told so everyone. And then she and then she left. And then she just left
0: the group date. She had a little tante. She totally did. And then so they've um, introduced this t- truth or death shit. Whatever. Anyway, anonymous questions. Um. Oh yeah, but before that they played some games. I mean, I liked. What did you think of the outfits with the boys? I love I I thought they
1: were very well matched. All I can actually oh, remember pass. is uh, Aggie in the stupid wizard costume and Yeah. um what's his name? In the werewolf, the guy that ended up doing the, Shannon. Stri- the strip tease. Shannon. Wait. Oh, was it Shannon? My god.
0: Yeah, he was a werewolf, wasn't he? Yeah, he was a werewolf. And Adrian was a sailor. Um, that's and right. I thought they looked – yeah, it was cute. I like that. Like, an, like a, I like an excuse to dress up. It's it's like, you know, obviously they do that for the photo shoot and that's a tradition on this show and it's just a great way to get some good gifts out of it, get some good photos, just make them look stupid. Although, Real like, they stupid. didn't really – Although the photo shoot's funny because there's always, like, one that, like, some people get the hot option and some people get the ridiculous one. Yeah, So,
1: but that always works yeah. really well in the men's favor, and this is what I've, like, noticed in yeah. comparison between, like, The Bachelor and The Bachelorette, right, is, like, yeah. on la- mass, I don't know if you feel this way, but on mass, The Bachelorette is just, like, a little bit more boring compared to the bachelor because like dudes are inherently a bit simple and dull and like the biggest drama is when they do something like a little bit sexist or then they or or then like one of them gets like hectic predator vibes yeah james which we'll talk about later but like and then the guys just end up doing silly goofy shit whereas it's always that women are always like oh you're so beautiful you look this you look that like yeah
0: well the the girls always, they make them turn on each other. And I feel like this is the producers as well. It's not just like some inherent thing. And then the guys on The Bachelorette are always like, lads, lads, lads. And they're like, oh, I just love hanging out with the lads. And then they it's all just some bro down. And then they're ignoring the, the chick who's the like, women. hello. yeah, Yeah. They're like, do you want to come on a date with me or do you just want to hang out? hear and, like, wrestle with each other or something.
1: Well, that's why I found the striptease dare to be particularly fascinating because who was it that got up and did it first? Bloody it was Damien. Damien. And he was quite bad, yeah. He, well, he he – I mean, he's just very annoying, very serious and – annoying and then he got up and just did it really goofily and it was just like this idea of men a man doing a strip tease for women in front of other dudes and you could tell who he was playing up for like he certainly wasn't trying to do it for the girls but then oh uh, yeah Shannon just swoops on in and like sexes the fuck out of everyone yeah
0: well there's because I was like surely someone's going to take over here and on this show like there's always at least several contestants that are either like lying about strippers, or they used to be strippers, or they run like an adult entertainment <laughs> company. So I feel like Shannon was probably that guy. It says yep. he works in sales, but I'm one thousand percent bet that well, he, was he was Mr. Polyn. Yeah,
1: he was Mr. Polynesia. Mr.
0: Polynesia. Yeah, I remember one time I was doing um this charity gig. It was like maybe four years ago and um, like the Bachelorette was on at the time and it was like Georgia love season um and I don't know if you remember Carlos he was like um he was like the wacky stripper and he had like a lot of personality it was really funny he gave her like like a Tiffany necklace or something in the first episode but he was Asian so you're like okay well that guy's days are numbered. <laughs> um and he got kicked out in the first episode and was like Come after giving her on. a tiffany
1: necklace yeah
0: i don't know if it was tiffany but it was like something really baller you know what i mean he's like yeah i'm an entrepreneur and he like he um he was like a stripper and he, he like ran or he yeah anyway um then i was at this charity gig And I was working up my show that I did called Will You Accept This Rose, which was all about The Bachelor, and I'm, like, side of stage and then I'm just looking and I – because there was all these um, celebrities there, Um, like Bryn Edelston was there. This was in Melbourne. (laughs) It's like Melbourne celebrities. And then I was like, oh, my God, like, Carlos is in the first row and – Like he was at this whole table with all all of the strippers that he works with um, called The Magic Men. And I was just so excited because like none of the other comedians knew who like they just didn't know who was in their midst. And I was like, this is amazing. So then I got on stage and I was like, oh, my God, it's Carlos from The Bachelorette. And then I said, Carlos, I've got one question for you. Will you accept this Rose? And I was like, my name's Rose, guys. And everyone was like, well, that's so funny. <laughs> and I was just like, what? I actually already thought of that joke because um, I'm doing a show about it. But and, yeah, it was and- perfect. And there, and there was another guy there called Todd mm-hmm. who like played the guitar or something. Mm-hmm. But just it was just very typical like, okay, I've done my one or two episodes on The Bachelorette. Now I'm doing my free event PR stuff if you google share the dignity charity event 2016 like you'll see like paparazzi photos from the event you know them taking being like look here i'm doing
1: mm. i'm
0: a man of the moment here's me in the social pics mm. anyway long story short he was a stripper well and then but yet he I could think, afford not like, Garby a stripper who? Uh, everyone. Blake Garvey had been a stripper at some point. Look, you're going back into
1: Bachelor and Bachelorette alumni through. that I'm I, I'm only a new convert to this show. I've got, okay, a, okay. I've got to say.
0: That's all right. I accept all people, all people, all different walks of life. Sorry. I used
1: to believe I was above it
0: Um, before. Oh, one of them. One of them. Oh, babe, but I'm I not
1: anymore. So That's now good. I'm like, I'm a born again Bachelor fan. And so I can I can judge the people like me because I was once one of those, you know.
0: Yep, totally. I get it, babe. Um, it's <laughs> it's like the thinking woman's, you know, like we get it on a different level, you know, than some people probably. Totally. Um, yeah, like I, you know, I don't have like a degree in like film studies or something, but like I may, I'm more like like on that level. Like I could write a thesis about it, probably, you know.
1: I'm not even kidding, that's me. I sit there (laughs) and I get drunk and I watch it with my boyfriend who only can tolerate it for about half of the episode before he starts to get like either angry or bored. But like I was watching it and I said, do you know why I love this? Like I was quite drunk at this point. I was like, do you know why I love this show? Because it is the combination of like two of my favorite topics, okay? Psychology and filmmaking. And he's just like fucking you could literally say that
0: about any reality show but I love that you're like no but like I'm smart and like I went to uni so I'm gonna figure out a way that like I'm analyzing this on a different plane you know what I mean yeah um
1: justifies my hobby
0: so they do these dumb games, right, and one of the questions is, what body part are you most proud of? And then that dude, Adam, who is like – he's like a poor man's Matt Agnew. Yep. You know the guy? Everyone loves him. Ponytail. Just – I don't get it. Um,
1: he's what, 24 as a G- – You don't get why he's there or you don't get why people love him?
0: I don't understand why people are saying like, oh, I love Adam.
1: Oh, like, I think he's adorable. I, oh, I think really? he's gonna get yeah. I think he's gonna get his heart broken, but I think he's
0: adorable. I yeah. just, he's I a just nerd. don't. Is he though? Like, Fully. You think he in- I mean, he's nerdy he compared to all the footy club boys, but I don't know.
1: He's a geologist,
0: and I, I do, do not. Need it's to like
1: study rocks.
0: I mean, I- like. <laughs> Like, is he even working in that field, though? Like, a lot of people have undergrad degrees that they never used. You know what I mean?
1: Well, I mean, not right now, but, I mean, well, what about what's a face that won Matt Agnew's season and then quickly got dumped? What Chelsea McLeod. Chelsea? She was a scientist? Yeah.
0: She was a scientist. Yeah. No, I'll pay that. But down, he's described as a I trust women. I don't trust, trust men. <laughs> okay,
1: down to a geologist. <laughs> that's that's what he he is described. Maybe he um maybe he's a miner. He's from WA geologist. You know they mm. do things. With oh problems. yeah,
0: that would be funny if it said he was a geologist, but he was just working in the mines like everybody else. But he's never I- been in love either.
1: My favorite moment of, yeah, which we found out in the show last night because it was never have I ever been in love and he was the only one to not put his hand up. See, it all checks out. Total nerd, late bloomer, incredible bod because of his love of AFL and surfing.
0: I think that I get put off because I keep thinking he's thirty-four because that's how old he looks. Sorry, everybody. I he looks thirty-four <laughs> and then I'm like, oh he's twenty-four. Oh, he's never been in love before. I'll like yeah, that he can get a pass for that, I guess.
1: Yeah. He also has incredible social anxiety. That's my
0: that's my pop. Okay, diagnosis. I like him. <laughs> you, seriously,
1: there's a moment if you want go back. This is on the stream. 16 minutes and 48 seconds into the show, you can basically watch a attack of social anxiety unfold in real time.
0: It's what's happening while so he's doing this.
1: It's a voiceover of. Um, uh Ellie talking about him and how cute he is or like and how she likes that he's a little bit you know more quiet than everyone else and he does this he has this moment because the camera's just fixed on him and he laughs and then you can see the moment where he goes oh no did I did I fuck it Uh, and then he gets really scared and then he goes to dread and looks at the ground and then he does like a double thought and just
0: completely retreats into himself and it all just oh no,
1: it's a beautiful it's yeah, it's a beautiful moment. It's like that moment. Simpsons
0: thing. You can see the exact moment his yeah. heart is breaking. You can see the exact moment that anxiety. maybe he's
1: doubting his choice to come
0: on The Bachelorette. Oh. Okay, I feel sorry for him now. Oh, but I still he's don't get so it.
1: pure. I think he's an, a beautiful angel.
0: Yeah. Well, so they go around they're like, what body part are you most proud of? And everyone's like, my abs, oh, my this. And he's like. My brain, I was like, Ugh. I mean, I just, that's just, no thanks. It, um, yeah, it
1: was a little bit naff. He's like, I'm the smart one, naff. just so you yeah. know. Yeah,
0: just in case you forgot. Um, then there, there was a strip tease. Then they asked the question, has anyone cheated? And like kind of a lot of dudes put their hand up and then Becky put her hand up. And was oh, my like, God. Oh, my God. Um, it's funny though. Cause I'm like, Oh, Adam's never been in love. He's 24. And then Becky was like, I was in my early twenties and I cheated. I'm not proud. I'm like, fair enough, babe. <laughs> but like, that's not fair. enough. that's, I'm only saying that cause like, well, it's not, not fair, but like, I'm only saying that cause I'm not in my early twenties anymore. I'm like, whatever, you know, well, I don't um, anything pass the you, same judgment.
1: I think anything you do before the age of 30 could effectively be written off the record personally
0: I mean let's just say 50 you know what I mean (laughs) it's like (laughs) I was young okay let's just say in life people make mistakes and that's all right I yes I left my baby in a dumpster but like I was young I was crazy it's like oh yeah were you like 20 I was 37 I didn't know (laughs) I was engaged I was like out of control I'm not gonna leave my baby in a dumpster if anybody's worried about that um <laughs> it's gonna be fine I'm still pregnant um when, when okay so it's
1: crying a lot and you need
0: to like yeah. no, walk. It's gonna no be you're cute. gonna be amazing mum I'm sure I'm gonna smell the baby and then I'll be connected like I want miss pheromones but okay so the people that cheated I believe it was um uh Adrian probably it was Adrian James, the wakeboarder, James, Joey,
1: maybe, yeah, and Joe, yeah.
0: Mm. It's it was just those three, pretty much exactly who you would <laughs> predict, I guess.
1: Uh, I would yeah. have thought no, but here's the thing: I'm a hundred percent confident that there's at least like
0: other, one, More. other,
1: yeah, yeah, at least one or two other men in that room who have cheated and didn't act, like and didn't put their hand up.
0: They're probably all sitting there going, did I write this down on all the questionnaires that they made me fill out when I was applying for this show? If I didn't, I'm not going to admit to it now. You know yeah. what I mean? They definitely, you know, that would be something that the producers would already know. I think. But
1: I reckon as if the, it wasn't like a planted question, because I was thinking about this. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, the producers, the, the people put the questions into the box and then the producers would take the box away and yeah. determine which <laughs> questions they wanted asked. Get rid and, of all the ones
0: that are like, what's your favorite color? <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> and, and then, or who's your favorite bachelor? Um, but, yeah, that's why they would have done it. And then the cheating one just would have been planted so that Becky could, it was just one big staged public apology. Yeah, exactly.
0: They would have known that she's cheated at some point. And then Sam, who's, like, the he's the bald, like, boring one. What does he do again? He's I'm a lawyer. Is he? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's boring um, and he's a lawyer, I guess. Yeah, apparently it was his question and he was, like, disappointed. Um, he was shocked about Becky, but then she said she was in her early 20s and she regretted it and he was, like, that's okay. And everyone, yeah. it was, like, a big d and everyone was, like, Yeah, yeah, guys. Like, wow, that's really big of you to, really big of you to admit that. Yeah, there's definitely like all these ex-girlfriends and Becky's ex-boyfriend like watching from home, being like, "Fuck you." You don't know the, you don't know the um how it went down. You know.
1: Well, you don't, and you never know what happens behind closed doors. And yeah, Sam, the thirty-five-year-old
0: judgy lawyer.
1: And then, like, he mm-hmm. gave her the third degree about it in a, yeah. in a date.
0: They went know. on some date that doesn't really need to be gone into. It's just yet another shitty date that It was Becky, so boring. It's like, oh, Ellie gets to go to the zoo and do painting and you get to make pasta in your kitchen. Yet again, Becky is being shortchanged. They, it's like they didn't know that she was going to be on this show. And they're like, oh, no, we all, we gave all the good stuff to Ellie already. Sorry. Oh, did you? Oh, no, there's not enough room in the helicopter. (laughs) (laughs) No, she, she did get to go on the helicopter.
1: She got the view Um, of the Opera House.
0: Again, we'll get to that later too. Yeah. Oh,
1: look at all these board
0: cells. I did, I did a survey just quickly on Twitter. I said, um, yeah, I want to know people's thoughts about Adam. One choice was Adam is boring, brackets correct, or Adam is hot, and I put brackets no. But unfortunately, 53.5% voted that Adam is hot and only 46.5% voted that he was boring. So I'll against me. And there's 43 yeah, votes.
1: He's definitely hot, and I think he's less boring, more shy. I'd say he's probably one of the most interesting ones on there. But due to the yeah, nature so. of the way it's shot, like you know, she went on this single date with Adam, and she's like, "Oh, Adam's really surprising me." It's like, yeah, you're finally giving him a chance to talk to and not blossom. be, yeah, blossom and not be overrun by all of these like hyper-masculine fuck boys. Anyway, yeah, and he's like, "This
0: kind of rock is spherical." And oh she's my like, god, oh. the
1: rock <laughs> chat was the best. <laughs> I've never seen anything more weird and uh romantic. Yeah, we got to talk about rocks and all
0: all the deep stuff there.
1: Like what the fuck.
0: And he said and he's like and this one is like fluvial or something. She was like, "Ah, I really like it when he talks about his rock rocks? stuff." She yeah. I mean, that's what you think when you're lusting after someone, I guess. So she obviously is sexually attracted to him,
1: yeah, he's hot as oh. fuck.
0: Also, Fraser did a nudie run. Fraser's so hot. The end. Um, I love <laughs> Fraser, but he, it's stupid. Oh, also when so they go on this like zoo date and she gets to know him. It's quite romantic. They again do like body painting. they it's like <sighs> they are really losing, like running out of ideas. There's always body painting. There's always like a mud bath or a chocolate bath or some kind of bath, or there's like regular painting or no, it's just you know,
1: it is. Whatever. They're they're just recycling all the same things. I was thinking that when they got into the hub, the hot tub. I think that was the episode last night. Yeah, I was like is this yeah. the hot tub from the final episode of The Bachelor that we just saw? Like how many yeah. how many hotted up bachelors
0: and bachelorettes have been in that hot tub? It's odd. A lot of them, so many. Um, also, just to look quick, Sam, when him and um, Becky are on that pasta date, she sta- he starts like grilling her again about like the cheating thing, even though he was already theoretically satisfied with her response at the party. I find it interesting how on The Bachelorette, like on The Bachelor, there's just all these girls throwing themselves at this dude and being like I'll move to Timbuktu. I love it there. Doesn't my career as a neuroscientist doesn't matter? But on the bachelorette, it always ends up being like the bachelorette sitting there like trying to prove to the dude that like who's supposed to be competing for her affection that she's like worthy of him. Oh, totally. So I mean, I guess I get that it's about cheating, but she's like, yeah, and I just want you to know, like, blah, blah, blah. He's like, oh, loyalty is important to me. I think that was him that said that.
1: Yeah. I mean, he describes on his profile, like on the website, he describes himself as loyal. So Mm. obviously he has a uh, bone to pick there but I agree like it's like even the amount of dudes sort of walking out earlier on like I mean I know you've already touched on the third the first episode with um AB and he just didn't accept the rose and yeah out of there like
0: Man, he was like a fucking future teller he knew he's (laughs) like as if these basic fucking white bitches as if as if they're going to pick me, I know this is not my vibe. I'm fucking out of here.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like there's
0: no, I mean, well, there's not, I mean, Shannon is, um, he is Maori, but um, apart from that, it's just like their idea of diversity is like, "Um, yeah, I've got like a carpenter, a sparky, um, I've got a fitter and turner, like all different types of tradies. (laughs)
1: Yeah, pretty. Oh, well, and Pete, who's a cafe owner, entrepreneur, <laughs> yeah. Aussie battler, and Adelaide. But um He's a Shannon, one. just quick, what do you, what do you think mm. about about Shannon? Rose.
0: I love Shannon, and I've mm. been a bit upset that he hasn't been getting much um stage time in the last few episodes. See, I liked Shannon at first, and then very
1: quickly I've started to realize how insecure And he's a huge fuck boy.
0: I definitely think that um, there's a high probability he's either like fantastic or like a bit um, weird and full on and full of shit.
1: Yeah, I just – I was really creeped out by how hard he went in for the kiss – yeah, like, that was on that weird. first group date and like he was just – he was really like positioning him h- himself in terms of being that sort of like touchy-feely kissy boy and I just – and then he just – he performs. He's so performative. He's that sort of like a class clown type, just like deeply insecure.
0: <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah, I mean that's the kind of thing I'd criticize someone for as well but it's like I'm He's also very a handsome. stand-up comedian who – like <laughs> performs for a living I'm like, yeah see it's so weird he's always he's always trying to get attention and it's projection <laughs> this is yeah this criticism is yeah. just projection on
1: my part because it takes one to know one i'm like oh Total you're just diffusing the tension with with a fucking <clears throat> performance good one
0: exactly um so okay blah blah oh yeah uh, I mean, James also is becoming a stage five clinger. I just want to mention that he was flipping out about the whole um cheating thing because he's worried that like Ellie's not gonna he like cheated him, yeah, because he cheated. And then, um at some point, um, oh, yeah, I think I'm like skipping back and forth, but whatever. some they are like, what is the deal, Joey, with you and Ellie like? What happened? And he was like. He said, "Oh, we spent one weekend together," and they were like, "What does a weekend mean?" And I took that as like they hooked up. Um, maybe they like met at a bar, and then they like just it was like a weekend root fest. You know how that happens sometimes. Yeah. Um,
1: what I don't understand is then, why. Then they were like, it, "But then they were like it was
0: a weekend away," and I'm like, "What a weekend away? That's like really serious." Oh, honestly, and, the details of what they did or did
1: not do before coming into the house together is, like, it's I don't care. Like, it's boring to me. Like, yes, they have a pre-existing relationship, but, like.
0: No, but don't act like it's, like, oh, they hooked up once at a party and then it turns out that they were, like, dating. Because apparently, like, they were dating in Newcastle and then um, Ellie moved to Sydney and then she would like go back to Newcastle sometimes and hang out with Joey and they do like weekends away and stuff like that. And they were, and all their friends knew that they were seeing each other. So they were like properly like, I mean, they, obviously it wasn't boyfriend or girlfriend, but it was like, like if you go for a week, if you book an, a a B and b that's fucking serious these days, you know? Yeah. That's very serious. Is it? That's not,
1: yeah. Okay.
0: I know that you and your boyfriend um, for your like first or second date, like stayed somewhere <laughs> together. But I did say, when you told me that, I was like, that's crazy.
1: Yeah. That was an accelerated uh, yeah. co- COVID lockdown. COVID romance. Dating romance. I get it. I but get it.
0: I mean, I, I got engaged yeah. and pregnant in lockdown and um, it's actually, <laughs> I just – I was looking at the timeline yesterday. Like in my head it's like, oh, after a bit we got engaged and then a while after that like coincidentally we got pregnant but like I was doing the maths on it and I'm like, "Mm, I think I got pregnant like 10 days after I got engaged or something. I was just – we didn't have anything else to do. Yeah. Well, maybe these two didn't
1: have anything else to do. I don't know. I just – to me – the, to me, the the degree of dating beho- beforehand, I just find like uh, I don't care. But in Joe's, or oh, sorry, to Joe's credit, he was not going into detail, and he sort of like left it up to
0: absolute gentleman. Ellie, love yeah. Joe. I yeah. love this about Joe. He's very private. He could be a lad, but he really has kept his um, cards close to his chest. I really like Joey. I think. Um, I think. I think Joey's. It's good. I think it's
1: going to be between Joey and Fraser in the end. That's my hot. Tip. I.
0: I think so too.
1: Adam will be the yeah. third. That's that's my. Yeah. They're my best. Adam,
0: Adam will be the heartbreak, but you know that she's never really going to go for someone like Adam in the same way. I think like that episode where she hung out with James and then all of a sudden she was like grinding up on him in the pool. I was like, whoa, I knew that I had different taste in dudes to this girl, but holy shit, like this is just a different world of like, you know, like yeah th- the weird wakeboarder, annoying fuckboy boy stage five clinger mm. this is yeah it's a different world it's gonna yeah fraser and um joey i think that's a pretty strong pick final two. he's cute i think he, he's like i think he's a total babe i think fraser's too dumb personally i agree um and um also sorry just
1: quickly it joe's bio um his it says the first word is pegging pegging himself as a lover not a fighter. Oh, that's the thing about Joe. He talks about his relationship stuff and this whole thing as, like, he talks about dating as if it were like sport. Like, oh, you know, just got to get back in there, just got to, like, pick up my game a little bit. Yeah. Like, oh, he, okay. he describes it as if he's, like, on the, the sidelines of a sporting match.
0: They all do. Well, apparently he's a, um, He's a rugby player as well. I get so confused. It's like they always try to talk up their jobs because I was like, okay, he's a laborer, and then they're like, he's a professional rugby player, but then I looked it up and it's like Joe plays for the Cessnock Iguanas or some shit. Oh, yeah. so the Cessnock Goannas. I'm like that doesn't sound like a very – it's like they're not in the NRL, are they? I don't think so. <laughs> Good luck to him though. <laughs> um, so then they have – a rose ceremony and, um, oh yeah.
1: Yeah. Wakeboard
0: is like getting so stressed out. He's like just really, um, he's storming around. He's like, oh my God, Joey and her have this relationship. Apparently, it really knocked him for a six because before this stuff happened, he was the alpha in the house and he really like called the shots, which I could imagine him Ugh. being like that yeah he's gross
1: he's so yeah well see I don't think he's an alpha I think he's a beta,
0: who yeah just is he constantly acts like an alpha. yeah 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 which is classic aspirational he really, beta. he's really like insecure and yeah he's like yeah he's not secure in himself he starts like storming around huffing around um and then well, he, he wants to spend out. time he with Ellie. Out of the truth or death, yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, fuck,
1: can't fucking sit here, and he just left. And then I think it was Becky said, maybe he's just gone to get a drink.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, I thought he was um, upset about Fraser doing the nudie run, but apparently it was because he was so worried that Ellie wouldn't like him because he said that he cheated. Yeah, but Ellie, know.
1: Ellie, Ellie's sister cheated, so she gets it. Like she, everyone cheated. Everyone's cheated. Everyone cheats. Everyone's cheated. We're all cheaters. Anyway, hey, let's move on and to then, the next episode.
0: Well, yeah, but also, um, yeah, at some point they're like, James is like, "Oh my god, I'm, I need time with Ellie," and then like Joey goes and spends time, whatever, and then this is like voice of this producer is just like guys you got to get ready for the cocktail party um for the rose ceremony and it's like fuck it's really missing osher this season oh my god osher is love- not there
1: yeah and then he but he's a great actor rose the pickup yeah. he's done uh god he is good incredible good pretending that he's in the room
0: it's incredible it's like I only – because he said he on Twitter all the time, he's like, I wasn't there, like I couldn't be there. I was stuck in lockdown in Melbourne and so I know that he wasn't there and then I'm like, hang on, this bit as well? And you're watching the shots, it's like all the boys are standing there and then it cuts to Osher and he even talks to them individually, you know? Like he has like – there's like conversations going on and shit. Somebody mentioned green screen. It's not a green screen. He clearly like no. filmed it later
1: yeah yeah they've they've got him back into the mansion like yeah yeah after the fact but they've just had it all scripted like they would have had like a producer or something standing there playing the role of osha that's how it would have worked exactly very, and then it's not cut very it tricky, in. smoke and mirrors
0: no not really it's like when i my um my cousin was telling me about um I don't know if you know Sally Neighbour, She's um executive producer of Four Corners. When she was a journalist, and she was saying about how they film the noddies when you're doing an interview. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they, you ask all the questions, and then later they film you just like nodding, Pretending going to listen, mm, 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 so they can cut between it. I was like, whoa, yeah, that's crazy. But he is not there, and um, then I feel like they're like really fucking with us because the order of the guys, and you're like, because the, then you're going like, that's one of Ellie's ones, that's one of Becky's ones. And so, but then uh, Ellie got to give out two roses at the end. Yeah. How many guys are on each side now?
1: Well, uh, well, now there's four on each side. Oh, but okay. at the end of, because Aggie, Aggie went home on Wednesday night. I don't even remember who he was going for. I think maybe he was going for Becky, maybe?
0: Maybe. He's 30. No, but Ellie gave out the rose.
1: Yeah, but Aggie went home. Yeah. And so then, then (laughs) yes. Who did he belong to? Who did he belong to? I don't know. He was very boring. And this is the thing about this week is that, like, even though they did their best to sort of, like, up the stakes on – whether or not anyone was going to go home, it's still at the point where it's quite clear who's going home because you're hardly featuring that person there's, in interviews. There's two
0: people, yeah. There's two people that aren't saying anything and aren't going yeah. on dates, so you're like, it's obviously them. It's
1: obviously, whereas them.
0: like with Lockie Gilbert season, you'd be like at the end going, he's still never spoken to this chick, but she's still there. Yeah. You know. But, yeah. And then also they randomly got rid of like really interesting people early on, like Rudy and Sarge. Like Rudy was like really charismatic and really fun. He's normally the kind of character that would have stuck around for a bit just to make keep things interesting. And they got rid of him too early. And I feel like it's just dragging a little bit, you they know. Or It's just all these white, there's all these Anglo-Saxon Bogan men just doing their shit.
1: Yeah, and that's like it is every season. Like it's just annoying.
0: It's very annoying. Yeah. So then we so have then... the next ep- the next episode. We've got the double date. We've got Fraser and Pete, hus- the, hu- the hubbies, the two hubbies, two absolute front runners, yes. dream boys, both so hot just love both of these i mean fraser is just so attractive he's just hot he is. you know
1: he reminds me of a guy from my high school that i oh yeah had a huge crush on he has like he's a very particular archetype fraser like he's that definitely. sort definitely of, yeah like just very rugged very yeah. blokey a bit stupid um very hot
0: For somebody like me who goes for like fucking, you know, depending on if you're like, sorry about the other cities, if you're in the Sydney, inner west types, if you're in Melbourne, inner north types, like arty, whatever, hipster, I hate that word, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I wouldn't normally go for guys that are like a carpenter or whatever, like no, nothing against carpenters. You know what I mean? But like real blokey, like tradie sort of dudes. Instead it's like, I'm a DJ or like, I'm a graphic designer. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't like the feeling of condoms. No, I have a beautiful <laughs> fiance now, but he Fraser's the kind of guy that would be like the exception to the rule. You know, you're out on, and you're like, I'm sorry. He's just so attractive. He's so beautiful. I'm only human. Yeah. (laughs) I'm only human. Get at me.
1: Yeah. I mean. I I also was very impressed with his red carpet. Like when we very first met Fraser, like, he was so, because he, he I reckon he's a bit shy as well. Yeah, he
0: is. He is.
1: And to the point where he, was when he's like, around the
0: boys, when he's around the you. boys,
1: he gets naked and does uh, nudie runs all the time, which is such a weird peacocking thing. It's, it's, oh God, it's very odd. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I, I have a lot of time for Fraser. But did you notice how awkward Pete and Fraser were walking up to the date? Like they don't mesh together, the two of them.
0: Ah, yeah. Like I feel
1: like Pete doesn't quite know how to operate around someone like Fraser and vice versa.
0: Yeah. And
1: so for me that was like, nah, it's not going to be them. Mm.
0: I mean you can't also rely on the the partners of the sisters to be best friends as well. This isn't like – the perfect world. I know, world. But
1: I, mm, I feel like that's going to be a big contingent,
0: like that's going to be a big I, decisive factor. I isn't can you imagine wanna... them making it into some bullshit drama. Like it's really important that my partner gets on with my sister's partner. Cause like, we're all going to be together forever. I mean, you know, I'm, people I'm who really, value really analyzing this
1: in that regard. Like there's people out there who love hanging out with their family. Like they genuinely make time to be with their siblings, which personally I can't relate to, but they, like, that's important to them that the four of them can hang out together. Yeah.
0: Anyway. Yeah. So then they go on the Harbor. They're on these like little shitty boats. I was like, Oh my God, are you serious? I was thinking about that, like Bella and Lockie date on that, like (sighs) sailing ship, but then they're like, Oh, by the way, here's this yacht we're going on the super yacht uh I was hoping for a below deck slash bachelorette crossover episode if anyone's watching below deck get on board it's a show just about people that work on yachts and (laughs) the drama of like oh you didn't pull tie that rope properly or like oh the The guests didn't like the soup very much. It's fucking amazing. It's on. It's really hard to. It's on like Netflix and a couple of seasons on binge and another season here. Then you have to download other ones and especially Below Deck Mediterranean. Very good. Oh my
1: so god! check that out. I will. Um. So
0: anyway, they're on the yacht. Um. And I think it was Ellie was like, Pete, what do you like about Becky? And he was so cute, don't you think? Yeah, he was gorgeous. Yeah. She's intuitive. She doesn't judge. He said all this really like this stuff that it just seemed like he actually does like her.
1: Yeah, I think and, so. And,
0: and, and knows how to express
1: himself. And then Ellie's like, yes. yeah, I just don't know. I just that's what I need to hear from Fraser. I need to hear Fraser adorn me in lovely compliments.
0: It's just the perfect scenario of like she's horny for him and she's just like desperately hoping she's looking for something in him that is just not there, you know.
1: Yeah. I'm waiting
0: for Fraser to give me something a bit more. It's like he's not like that's not what you get with Fraser. No. Do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> I mean he says some but he's not going to be like using his words that much. No, he you has know, other it's he, not going to be that communicative. She's like, he's just like a closed book. Yeah. He's like, he's just boys footy troop boys, boys. That's yeah. He's hot.
1: (laughs) I don't know. I, I, I have a soft spot for the shy ones because I know they've signed up to a reality television show and it's like, well, what do you expect? But I just think that they're just up against it in terms of being able to be vulnerable and honest in front of cameras. Like people, who are innately shy, have trouble saying those things at the best of times,
0: you know? Totally, but it also is like maybe Fraser's the kind of guy that needs like a couple of years of therapy to like um, (laughs) get his head around, like verbalizing the way he feels and not internalizing everything, you know? And that's not gonna change overnight. Yes. That's my pop psychology wrap up of him. Okay. Um, So then it's night time. We've got more Opera House uh, action for Pete and Becky. We've already had the Opera House backdrop for them um, with their other date, but why not? Oh, my God. Did you notice how much
1: the boat was rocking? I was getting
0: seasick just watching. That's what everybody was saying. Oh, my God. This is is why I think I'd be a good cast member on Below Deck because maybe that's (laughs) how you know if you're going to be like If you're going to get seasick, because everyone on Twitter was like, Oh my God, I feel sick. And I was like, I feel fine. There's this one episode of Below Deck where they get like a new second stew and like she is like vomiting for the whole first two days. And it's like, babe, you can't be a second stew on a super yacht if you get Get seasick. Yeah.
1: Well, there you go. If your comedy career doesn't work out, Rose.
0: I, I I mean I can't work in hospitality because of my ADHD because um, I have no like um, working memory or um, executive function wise. So, but aside from that, I'll be I'll be a great cruise ship comedian.
1: Yeah, there you go, and you can
0: if the cruise ship industry survives coronavirus.
1: It's back up, um, and they and they were on the boat, and we got to see Pete and Becky's date first, and. Tell you what, Pete has a winner of a sob story. Like So good. Ding, ding, ding. I think he just got over the line in that story alone. I was like, just marry him
0: now. Yeah, he wins. He's won. He wants to, he runs a cafe, which I've already stalked on Instagram in Adelaide. Um, We love Adelaide. Um, He wants to help his mum and dad. Um, he's got a brother t- who has suffered a brain injury and almost died and he wants to make it so that he doesn't have to work anymore so that he can help his mum and dad look after his brother, which is really nice. Whereas Lockie wanted to get to a position where he didn't have to work anymore just because um, capitalism and yeah, he wanted to go and, and base jump and leisure off things yes. <laughs> and he wanted to continue to um, make his – was it you – somebody said to me, maybe it was my friend Catherine, that it was like just the idea of um, Lockie's adventure business in Indonesia, which is clearly like taking advantage of like – you know, it's basically – Oh, it's exploitative. Jobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is it it's really ex- – it's taking jobs away from Indonesian people 100% and I hadn't really uh, thought I about that. I don't know. That. Maybe
1: he hires local guides. He probably does. Maybe. I, but regardless, most of, them, of- yeah, most of them yeah. Most of them are exploitative anyway because they hire local guides because they're cheaper, right? And they, and they charge heaps of money. And yet they still charge the white people a lot yeah. of money and then they pay yeah. the local guides um a shit amount because they're like, Oh, this is good money for what you'd normally get in this country, as if that justifies yeah. paying people I'm paying you poor three wages? instead
0: of an (laughs) hour, and that's how I was able to quit working at the age of 36.
1: So that I could take my family around and they could watch me do adventurous stuff and my wife could tell me not to jump out the side of a um, moving train because I have no um, capacity for prefrontal cortex executive (laughs) function
0: either. I have bad. um, I'm not good at judging risk. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And anyway, she can patch so, me up because she's a nurse. Anyway. Because back, she's a nurse.
1: Back to Pete and his so, amazing it, intentions.
0: It, it's because um, it's normally the situation that like in Lockie's season, it's just like so you're moving to Perth or not? It's always like with the dude, it's like, well, you've obviously got to move wherever I am. But he's like, I own a cafe in Adelaide. All my family's in Adelaide. I'm really like close to my family, like my brother's in this situation. I just thought it would be funny if after all that she's like, (laughs) I don't really know if he's willing to make the commitment to me because he won't move to Newcastle. (laughs) Like Newcastle or Adelaide, it's a real – That's a, and it's funny because she's not, she's not from Newcastle either, but I feel like the undertone was like, will you move to Newcastle? I mean, my job as a defense contracting consultant is really important to me in Newcastle.
1: Leave everything that you've established for your business and the, the the brother that you want to be able to care for.
0: <laughs> just to be, um, I've North. got eight months left on my contract uh, with the defence force uh, job that I'm doing. So obviously that's why you need to move to Newcastle for the rest of your life, or else you don't really respect me. It would be funny if she did that. I mean, funny in it. Not. I wouldn't. I guess my version of funny, which is just a bit. <laughs> Fucked in the head, you know. (laughs) I'll take him. I love Adelaide. I'm a big fan of Adelaide. Um, Very flat. Good for bike riding. Very, very flat. Becky, if you love bike riding, exactly. Very square, um, you know, love the tram. That's cool. Oh, the tram is House prices. House prices are so cheap in Adelaide, literally. Yeah,
1: and they have those gorgeous, um, uh, actually, fuck, I don't know what kind of. Colonial house, it is, but they're cute and nice.
0: Like those little stone, like some friends of mine lived like in these Like Workers' cottages. Yeah, like workers' cottages that were made out of like bluestone or whatever, like right near the city, so close to everything. And they have wine,
1: wine nearby. Winery. The, hills, the Adelaide Hills.
0: Great, great Chardonnay from that area. Yeah, my um, partner's mum and dad live in the Adelaide Hills, so we go there sometimes. Um, it's really funny. Um, my partner's mum, Francie, hates Maggie Beer, which uh, I just find really funny. Why? Maggie Beer,
1: what, have you, what has she got against Maggie Beer?
0: Well, let me get started. <laughs> well, Maggie <laughs> Beer lives nearby because Adelaide, and um apparently Maggie Beer cut her off in the um car park once at like the local, bougie like fancy grocer. So she doesn't like her, and I just think that's so funny. Like who doesn't like Maggie Beer? Yeah, fancy. Yeah. Love it. Okay. Anyway, Adelaide's great. You should move to Adelaide. Well, I don't know. It's really good for that one month of the year when they have Adelaide Fringe, the car thing, I guess, the Writers Festival, WOMAD, um, and the other the Adelaide Festival. They have all their things on at once. I assume it's good the rest of the year, but yeah, that's mainly when it's good. Is that one bit? That one. So move small to Adelaide. Bit. Um, she could, Ellie I think Fraser, Becky would be great behind yeah. the
1: counter of a cafe.
0: Absolutely.
1: Unflappable that woman, I think. That's yeah, she definitely
0: point. has mom energy. Oh my she?
1: god, every time they're walking along <laughs> together, I see I see Becky as like and when she's like an 80 something year old, like she, not just mom energy but like grandmother energy.
0: Like a gif of when she was storming over to tell Ellie about um Whatever that dickhead said, where she's like, sort of got her, got her arms up, and she's like tromping along. Oh, and then when she's
1: angry and like she's not, like her face doesn't really change, and she's just like, oh, mate, I am angry, but she looks like she does bloody furious. Yeah, she's still smiling, like she's just. I I like Becky a lot. I think she's.
0: I like her too. (laughs) She seems. I feel like people on this show always look older. She looks, she seems not 30 though, don't you reckon? What, how old is she? I feel like all the, she's 30, but like, I'm like, how are you not 35?
1: Oh yeah, I thought she was like 35 men. Yeah, but
0: then if I met her in person, I'd probably be like, oh yeah, you're 30, but on TV with the weird makeup and outfits, it's just, she seems older.
1: Yeah, and also in comparison to um, Ellie, who not to say, because I think Ellie is also like, I like Ellie a lot too. I just, she, like to me, Ellie has such a beautiful like sweetness and like cutesiness about her. Yeah, definitely. um, Which I think maybe makes her look younger, which then potentially just inadvertently makes Becky look older. Maybe, I don't know. They're both great. I love these. It girls. is awkward
0: though when it's like <laughs> the boys rock up to the um, cocktail party and Becky's like, "Hey, everyone!" and straight away they're like, "Where's Ellie?" Pretty much. <laughs> it's like, oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. And um, as we so,
1: found out, there's less on Team Becky in this episode. Yeah, going into the team
0: is. challenge. Um. So, oh, yeah, Ellie and Fraser. We
1: haven't talked about Ellie and Fraser on the boat, sorry. Yeah,
0: yeah. Ellie's trying to find something uh, that isn't there. He talks about values, though. You're genuine, trustworthy. Um, He's like, my parents are still together and that's something, like, I value. And I think she said that he reminds her, like. Her own dad. dad, which is normal. Um, (laughs) And they make out, which is. Yeah, getting you remind
1: it. you remind me of my dad. Come here, let me kiss you. That's
0: I'm so horny. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh fuck! Yeah, and she cried while thinking about her dad. I cry while thinking about my dad too, but
0: for different reasons Jeez, to her. I think Jesus Christ. There's a lot of there's a lot going on. Yeah, let's let's unpack that. Let's get the dad on. Let's figure out what's going on. I don't. Wait, okay, I think their parents are still together. Ellie and Becky. Yeah, they're like
1: I I think they are. I think they're like the classic. Country farmer couple, better
0: fifty years. Yeah, I remember when I was fourteen and I met your mother, and I just thought, <laughs> I want to move to yeah. Parks with her. All right. Oh. Oh, yeah, Parks was where I was watching something about the bushfires and Parks was where they had that huge dust storm that they had, like, amazing photos of. We saw this, like, oh. pink dust that was, like, billowing on the horizon. Mm. If, you, if I showed you the show, the, showed it, the photo, you would know what I was talking about. But no, I, big I think dust I know the one.
1: I think I know the one and a woman won some photography prize or maybe that was a dust well, the- storm somewhere else in Australia.
0: Oh, uh, Maybe. There was a guy from the Sydney Morning Herald who's like their storm chaser photographer, and he was like showing Craig Rucastle like he, he was going with him, and they were taking photos. It was really good. That show that Craig Rucastle has about the environment and fires oh, and planet. stuff. B, yeah, whatever it is, it's really good. It's not a comedy show, it's but it's really interesting, and he's good on it. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> the boot camp group date, um, it's like some fucking tough mudder shit they're yeah it's like i don't know the girls rock up in wedding dresses all the dudes are wearing suits and it's um
1: adrian
0: adrian's a ref because apparently he's um on antibiotics which did excite me because i remember last time a contestant on one of these shows was on antibiotics during filming it was zoe claire and she had that Ranger meltdown about how (laughs) rangers get vilified in society and how it's not fair.
1: And then she she got so drunk and she
0: vomited and couldn't go to the rose ceremony. Yeah, she missed the (laughs) rose ceremony because she was hungover. It was wild. (laughs) It was so good. And she was like going on to Ariba about how it's not fair how her people are treated in society. That's right. She accused Ariba, a woman of colour, of, yeah. Yeah, of trying to vilify her for being a wrangler. That's right. Oh, boy. That was insane. But oh, we were hoping for something like this. Uh, so he's the ref, Adrian, and he's um being very dodgy.
1: Corrupt I like would be the appropriate very word. Corrupt, Incredibly very corrupt. Very corrupt.
0: So they all have to do this like Tough Mudder kind of boot camp obstacle course. But the girls have to do it as well. They've got like veils on their head. That looks very dangerous. Couldn't you get like strangled? Like the veil could get caught on some I don't know. I just don't know how this got past legal personally. <laughs> uh Adrian's being very dodgy. All the boys are wearing suits. Um and so it's almost at the end. So I guess it's like if Becky's team, it's like with all the boys if they get across the line first, then she gets to take one on a date and if Ellie's team does, vice versa or whatever. So Adrian's being very corrupt and making it so that Becky's team wins. I, mean, I keep forgetting. I'm like oh I'm like, Oh yeah, that's right. He's supposed to be going for Becky. Becky. He's just and then he said, like, um, Ellie's teams are almost finished, and he sends James back up the top for some arbitrary reason. And, oh my God. Um, and the
1: anger with which the guys talk about, like, Adrian's bad umpiring and how they were wrong. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, I would have been equally pissed. And frankly, I love rules and I love umpiring mm. like i'm i'm a big fan of impartiality and just like the rules are there so that everything's I there. would
0: i think i would be with the boys like once you've been filmed it probably took them like 3 days to film this shit with them in like w- suits wet dripping wet and then this bullshit i feel like i would like lose it on a reality show i would be so tired and stressed out something like this would just Make me flip out! I'd just start crying yeah. and be like, "It's not fair."
1: But they're forgetting kind of- that this is all a setup anyway, and it was just so that they could get Becky and Adrian into a hot tub, so that Becky could try again to talk to Adrian about, yeah, like, what are his plans, and he could again this?
0: dodge the question because he's a fuck boy. It's the worst conversation. So she, like, her team wins. She picks. She. She like um, rewards him yeah, for, for bad be-
1: behavior,
0: for terrible without, behavior. Without
1: this person, we wouldn't have won. He's supposed to yeah. be the umpire.
0: It's, it's very dodgy. It's and so then dodgy. so so he's rewarded with the hot tub that I guess is like the hot tub that everybody has a go in on this show. <laughs> and she's like, okay. It's like they just try and have the same conversation multiple times until. They're just hoping that they get a different answer. Isn't that like the definition of insanity? Yeah, 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 the definition of insanity. So she's like, you know, when we had the other conversation about being serious, um, we were talking all like serious and stuff. Adrian's talking future. I get some pretty good vibes. I'm pretty invested. That's what Adrian says. I get some pretty good vibes. I'm pretty invested. Is that sound like someone who's invested? Oh my god. I don't think so.
1: And he just so clearly you can just what you can see his brain kicking over in real time about how to like what do I need to say to keep yeah, me exactly. in the game? Like none of it is sincere. He and and also Becky also says. He broke some rules. I like that he did that for me. Like, Becky, what kind of man? is to be on the show. Are you going for it? Is she like, it's like she wants to be the wife of a corrupt cop as long as she gets yeah. to like hold on to her nice house and happy life. It's okay if he broke, yeah. breaks the rules as long as it's for me.
0: Yeah, I think she's kidding herself. He's clearly Adrian is clearly just there for the lols. He's there for the boys. The boys. Just for the fun of it and the competition element. I mean, he's a kite surfing instructor. Like oh my God. Wh- where does that is their career progression in kite surfing instructing? What I, is the I'll tell although you, to be fair I'll tell you what you to see be sometimes fair, in Newcastle. Oh, okay. kite Kite surfing okay all right back to you to be fair no to be fair in this coronavirus time that we're living in having a partner who is a kite surfing instructor is actually that's a job that can is going to survive it's outside you can social distance you know maybe she's just investing in her future knowing that he can support their family her like his job is more likely to continue you know because <laughs> yeah because you know like they can do it without spreading the virus I'm just just saying
1: yeah kite I don't know I think you have to get pretty close to someone when you're actually getting instructed I think
0: okay so I don't know kite sure. surfing. But he's not kite flying. Okay. It's also you're like on a surfboard. Kite surfing's
1: the... very hard. It's also it, very yeah. dangerous. Yeah. Mm. It's real difficult. And but ba- like you you basically have to learn how to channel the wind with a big kite that you hold onto with both hands, and you're strapped into a board. And then from there that like pulls you along through the ocean and
0: you like. Do cool tricks and you go far. That does out. seem so dangerous.
1: But some guys, yeah. Sometimes you get lifted up because if you catch the wind at the wrong angle, you can get like lifted up and out of the fuck air.
0: that man Sorry, out,
1: off the off
0: the fuck that shit.
1: Border. Yeah, there's like great videos on the internet. You go really surfers. high. Yeah, you do. You go real yeah. fucking high. Um. Yeah, but hey, also on his profile, what's the biggest obstacle you've had to overcome in your life? quitting the army, Wait,
0: Wait, Becky, army? Is a, okay.
1: Becky is a defense force oh, recruiter okay I why told have they you not
0: brought- this is a recruitment exercise for Asia why have they not brought that up? although that's not like a very doesn't really fit with the vibe of this show like yeah like in my job as a defense force contracting consultant um yeah when I was in like Afghanistan shooting (laughs) civilians um i mean i don't know well i don't i don't know how deep he was like is he i mean he was probably just what's that one where you do the weekend army oh that's um (laughs) army reserves Uh, army reserves they're the ones that got called
1: in to help out with the hotel quarantine the army reserves put on your uniform we've got to uh get some uh return travelers into hotels
0: Wait, so when they say, oh, we should have got the ADF, they're like, oh, that we actually mean the Army Reserves. Pretty I mean, much. That doesn't count. That's like, I don't know.
1: The Army Reserves are the it, plebs that are trained for sort of like
0: either In like case we go to a world war. Yeah, yeah. yeah. world yeah. war or new world order, one of the two. You get paid for the Army Reserves though? Yeah. 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 Okay. And
1: like some sick kickbacks from tax, tax, uh, Okay, what are they Maybe called? Should I want to say avoidance, but that's
0: a legal version of it. I know what you mean. Deductions. <laughs> Deductions. Thank you. Concessions. Tax concessions. Something. Hmm. Okay. I'm thinking about it. This is a sponsored content for the Army Reserves, the National Telling, Australian yeah. Defense Force, Australian Defense Force Academy. Um, all right. Anyway. Whatever, they were at the cocktail party again. Joey goes for a chat, recreates first date, um, and which again is just makes you realise like how much they were like actually dating, dating before this show. Because in the first episode, when he rocks up, the way they act is just like she's like, "Oh, Joey, jo- like jo- Joey Joseph, was it J- John? Is that she acts like she's." vaguely met him before
1: yeah. and then it just sort of... She was like jaw-dropping, bent over with shock, and he was like, oh, oh. There was a lot of open mouth action when they saw each other on the red carpet.
0: I mean, apparently that was a bit hammed up and she was like, I know him. We've like hooked up before. We've got a history. As if her sister wouldn't know that. If her sister was... Living in Newcastle, they were both living in Newcastle. Her and Joey were dating for a couple of months and going on weekends away as if she wouldn't have at least been like, I'm rooting this guy called Joey at the moment. You know what yeah, I mean? They well, acted like they'd randomly hooked up once.
1: But I don't, maybe they never met. Like this. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, Becky never met him.
0: I just just feel like Ellie acted like she'd hooked up with him once, like he was a one-night stand, and clearly it wasn't that. It was a lot more
1: Well, they had a date with uh, Calamari and something else.
0: Yeah, and so he wanted to recreate the first date that apparently he's just like, wow, he keeps realising, you know, he should have tried more at the time back in Newey. And then um, James finally grabs Ellie for some time. He's desperate. He's oh so God. he's freaking out. He's such a clinger, this guy. And then he um, reads her this letter. Now you've gone back <laughs> and you've um, transcribed what he said from the letter.
1: Yes, I have, and I will read it to you now, Rose. Ellie, thank you. From the first time I laid eyes on you at that terri- terrifying red carpet walk, I was in awe. The physical attraction I have for you blows me away, but my main attraction Ooh. is your amazing heart and soul. I'm so happy that I have picked such an amazing human being to small, to fall head over heels for. That first kiss I shared with you really seemed like a dream. It wasn't a spark feeling. It was an igniting flame, and I never want that Ooh. feeling to end. Then he, like, catches himself, and he's, like, oof and laughs, and they have a little moment, and then he ups the goddamn ante. I have traveled the world wearing this rose quartz in search of that special relationship, connection, and future love. I believe you are the person that this crystal was selected for me. A whispering oh thank you, James. I don't know what that means. P.S. You are so bloody sexy day in, in <laughs> trackies and
0: uggies out. Yeah. that I wrote that down as well. You're so bloody sexy day in, uggies and trackies out. Well, you know that was I was pretty close. That's yeah, day really in, bad sentence.
1: And uggies out and out, like
0: what? I think she, I, I guess he meant day in and day out whether you're wearing of course, trackies.
1: Of course, that's and, what he meant. Uh, but what the fuck? And then he gives her the fucking rose quartz crystal, and she's like, "You're giving this to me?" And like, don't you think the whole time he's reading her the letter, she
0: looks mildly terrified? Yeah, she does. I and mean, she, it was she doesn't kiss no him on the lips. Letter. It led it to Locky, but it does save him. Also, can I just say, I'm not one of these chicks that's all like, oh, I want a necklace or whatever. Rose quartz is like the shittest. St- it's, I mean, it's Rose pretty, quartz but is it's the like. the crystal of love.
1: It's the love crystal. It? Is, yeah.
0: It's very, it's a very cheap crystal though, right? Is it? You could go to, yeah, you can like, I used to get like, when I used to correct, collect like rocks. Like stone, maybe I should like Adam the geology, is that rocks? When I used <laughs> yeah. to get, get, I used to collect little crystals and stuff when I was a kid, you'd just go to like, there was a shop at the market where you could buy little stones and stuff and I, you know, like amethyst, rose quartz, like I'd buy a little thing of rose quartz for like five bucks or whatever. It's a yeah. cheap stone. Well, they're made
1: using like
0: slave labor and
1: extreme environmental destructive practices, the, the crystal trade. But it's a very yeah yeah it's real bad it's real bad stuff. But, but it's she's very in Newcastle
0: probably uh, oh, they into did crystals.
1: And rose quartz is the is the crystal of the heart, and it's very gentle, gentle, loving crystal. That's that's the rose quartz, and now he gave it to
0: Ellie like a creep. It was yeah, so- and she was like. Cool, dude. Thanks. (laughs) He has Predator written –
1: I shouldn't say that. He just – he has, like, his eyes when he's talking about, like, how he's going to get – and, like, basically describing, like, going up against the other boys. It's like, I will kill to have sex with that Yeah, exactly.
0: He's like – I'm like James – Ellie's not a wakeboarding competition, you know what I mean? Like you can't – you don't get a medal at the end of this show. (laughs) It's just getting very competitive about it and, yeah.
1: The Jesus earring, my boyfriend was like, what the fuck? Are you like Mr. T? Get fucked.
0: Yeah, he was wearing a pretty out there outfit at the rose ceremony. Uh, A lot of people commented that, you know, they respected him for matching his suit to the wallpaper – in the mansion, with in the right. room where they do the rose ceremony. Uh, and then after he did the letter, he was like, I'm absolutely getting a rose. This is absolutely sealed the deal. Now that I've told, I've read out the letter, like Ellie is just definitely, I'm so safe. And um, again, Osher is talking to them <laughs> but and not. He, that he is not there. And I miss Osha <laughs> a lot. Miss him so much. It's just, it, it, it lacks the vibe or the energy. Maybe that's what's missing. I don't know. It's like soul. I think it's Osha's well, soul's not he there. He
1: also represents, in a way, connection from the outside world. And he kind of plays the straight man in amongst mm. his, the drama of it all. And he genuinely, yeah. like, you know, in interviews when people say, like, how can you. Like, why do you whisper or, like, how can you keep a straight face? And Osha like, stands by it. He's like, these people are genuinely there to find love and it is hard for them to be sent home. It
0: definitely, definitely. He, he cares like, about re- this but, show. Yeah, he
1: does. He has full respect for the underlying purpose of it all. Absolutely. Um, and so- he paid a lot of money to do that too, so he's fine.
0: Yeah, I wonder – I don't know. I wonder – how much you'd get paid. It, it'd have to be decent to, because you would have to be available for like months of the year. Yeah, it'd probably be all right.
1: Yeah, he's on a great wicket, I'm sure.
0: Yeah. We used to work for the same company when I wrote scripts for commercial radio back in the day. Was he, and he used Andrew to ho- back then? Yes, he was Andrew G back mm-hmm. then. And one time he DJed at our Christmas party. Mm. And that was exciting. Um, but I've never, cause like, me and Osha have like a cute friend, like little friendship, like an internet friendship. Um, I've got his email. He's really nice, and but, but I've you, never you're mentioned. Just,
1: you're just working towards getting him on this podcast, aren't you?
0: Well, but he hosts a competing podcast now, so like, I mean, Are he's they always doing hosting it like the Bachelorette. I I assume so. That's yeah, they would. Be. I mean. Yeah, Cocktails and Roses with Alicia Aitken Radburn. I have no problem, you know, promoting the world of Bachelor podcasts. But um I've never mentioned this to him, but like when he DJ'd at our Christmas party, he like I guess this this was in the mashup era and he like he would play like half a song and then just like just go straight to the next song and it was made it really hard you know on the dance floor like because I used to DJ <laughs> a lot and just a bit of feedback like I just felt you just like couldn't get the y- flow yeah couldn't get the flow going I thought um his mixing skills like could have used a little bit <laughs> to be desired um it was just yeah I don't know I guess it was like he would just do a straight like very blunt like crossfade across to the next song, like, just as you were really getting into the chorus and to the meaty part of the song. But, you know, if I could give him some feedback on his DJing in, like, 2007, that's what it would be, maybe 2008, okay. just if you're listening, Osha. Anyway, I always tend to do this. I, like, drag out the end of the episode just talking absolute shit. Um, I don't even uh, – I wrote that I love Ellie's brown low dress – she had the the deep, like the oh, swoop down the middle yeah. to the navel where you can yeah. see the side of the titties. Yeah, great. And it presses. Um, the,
1: I mean, yeah, I, they always have great, except wasn't um, Becky's dress was just like
0: a golden explosion. Yeah, there was a lot of sequins going so on. So
1: much gold
0: matching was, with
1: the Jesus earring of Mr. T. James.
0: And then they did the rose, and then did Aggie? Was this their? Wait, oh no, no, Damien left. It
1: was just Damien who was just.
0: Damien left, and I did a tweet that. I I, some days, some like Twitter. I feel like the way that they aggregate the top posts on there, it like it goes too much from the the night before or whatever. Like it doesn't. Like some days, like Twitter's not really kicking off. I feel like it doesn't. The, like the algorithm. This is just me being like, why didn't my tweets get more love last night? Um, I, I wrote a funny – something that I thought was funny. I said Damien's the first contestant from this show where t- teeth whitening companies want to get sponsorship from him because his <laughs> teeth are really white. And, you're, and normally and, the and people you're upset on the show
1: get like, sponsored
0: content deals from teeth whitening after they're on – yeah, it only got 10 – likes which is pretty pathetic but and then yeah so Damien left which wasn't surprising because he hasn't really yeah had much to say It
1: probably didn't get that many more likes because people don't know who the fuck Damien is they're just like what are you talking about (laughs) see now but now we're into the the nitty-gritty he's a
0: property valuer he heard that um you know, he's from Victoria, he heard that they'd open up the COVID restrictions and uh, real estate agents were able to show properties again. He was like, guys, I got to get out of here. I've got a lot of properties. Uh got a, a lot of buyers, you know, on my hand. Always a property valuer. Anyway. Yeah, there's only fucking, I don't know, th- like, this is the third week. How yeah. are we... Like, so close to the end, I there's not that many guys left. There's eight, She's like, left. what, like, yeah, there's eight guys left. How, each. like, can, can we get some intruders, please? Like, what's happening? Yeah, I don't know. Good point. Anyway, I think
1: they've given up on it. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I think it must be another short season because of COVID. COVID. And I just, yeah. I mean, apparently, Bachelorette's always shorter than the bachelor another way in which it is sexist and the girls get ripped off
1: yeah but the girls get ripped I think they have trouble getting the men and like i said it's just inherently a little bit boring like dudes competing yeah. for women is just boring life <laughs> whereas the women competing for men it's like it's nom 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 nom. it's just so delicious cuz they play kind of mind games with each other and the you know, they're much more inflamed and triggered by each other, whereas the dudes are yeah. just like oh.
0: too chill. Well, it's they just it's just alpha beta games. Yeah. They're just yeah
1: it's just so much more simple and Neanderthalic than when the Especially women Especially when you have
0: basic ass dudes like they are left with now. That I guess that is what we liked about the Angie Kent season when you had guys that are inverted commas like more eccentric like Kieran and Tim Hanley like it seemed a bit more interesting and different when really at the end of the day they're bros like everybody else but they I don't know there's just a bit more going on but yeah that's the that's the end of the episode that yeah thank you so much for joining me Beth McMullen um where can we find you on social media
1: uh Beth McMullen lol Yep. On that's all my name. E N, by okay. the way.
0: Beth McMahlen. You know, people spell are. um U L L E N. Don't you have a show in Sydney coming up? I do.
1: In two and a half weeks. Yeah. And I talk about The Bachelor in it. It's not a it's not a bachelor extravaganza like your show was. But I first discovered The Bachelor um because I have I was going through like a hectic breakup and I found it comforting to watch other people get rejected on the reg. It was awesome. just, it was just schadenfreude um, viewing that. And I think I was just like, you know, readying myself to get back in the game of dating and I discovered the bachelor through that. So anyway, that's what my show is about. Beautiful. Yeah.
0: So um, it's at Giant Dwarf, is yep. it not? Yep.
1: In the 10th um, of November, one night only. It, this is the show I was supposed to do at the comedy festivals until COVID And it's called
0: Why Am I Still Single? Correct yeah that is the show and i don't know you can find i'll post all the social links and stuff oh, you thanks, can just rose. You just, yeah no worries babe um you know you have something that you can promote which is not like most people that come on the podcast are in melbourne and can't do anything so oh. <laughs> real novelty um thank you so much beth see thank you later you. bye stay tuned